cow now, brown cow. How now, brown cow? How is that fucking cow? Ready? Yeah, let's do it. Hello and welcome to Voice for TV. Hello and welcome to Voice for TV. I just said that. I'm Andy Cantalon. He is Andy Cantalon. And this is Luke Oldham. Oh, how dare you. I know. What we do here is we take subjects that are randomly assigned by my fez and we try to educate each other and you about something in that subject. Yeah, very broad subjects. Uh, what have we got on the docket for today? Well, today I've got... Animals and TV. What have you got? I have got art, and I've been lobbied with the miscellaneous rounds. Excellent. Well, I'm I'm going to go first. Yes. And just this once, I'm going to throw it open. Do you want a info dump or a quiz? Let's do the info dump first, and then we'll do the quiz later on. I think. Probably a good shout. I just thought I'd let you have a, have a say. Yeah. I appreciate that. Animals. Animals. It is. Info dogs first. Now, you like dogs. I love dogs. I love dogs too. What's your favourite dog? Oh, uh, like a specific dog that I've met, or like a breed of dog. Well, let's let's for? go breed. Or a famous dog. Let's go breed first. <laughs> <laughs> breed. I don't know. I quite like a big dog. So something like um, not too big, like a, a Newfoundland, something like a, a Labrador kind of sized dog. Okay, okay, okay. Retriever, collie. Favourite dog you've met? Favourite dog I've met. Ooh, uh, my aunt used to have a um, golden retriever called Fergus. Oh. And he was just the sweetest. And favourite famous dog? Favourite famous dog. I, You know what? It's Mr. Peanut Butter from Bojack Horseman. <laughs> That's not a real dog. It's an animated dog. Yeah. It's not a real dog. <laughs> it's not a famous dog. That's a famous... Okay, fine. Character. Uggy, who was in the film The Artist. Good call. Oh, Uggy. Is that his name? Yeah. Was that his name in the film or was that his actual name? No, that's his actual name. Oh, it's a cracking name. What was his name in the film? I don't think he was... It's a silent film. I don't think they ever actually bothered to name him. I mean, it's not all silent, but okay. Now, what I want to talk about is something I have no idea about at all. What animals? Dog shows. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we've, we've all like, sat down and watched Crufts. Crufts. You know, I don't think I ever actually have, but I am, I'm aware clips. enough of it, yeah. You've seen clips of like, dogs running around in a, a, yeah. a circuit and doing that shit. What is going on there? Ridiculousness, right? It's uh, well, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about the running around in the circuit, because that's all about speed and technique and training and things like that. What I want to talk about is the competition... Where the judges are looking at the dogs. Okay. Yeah, because I actually like it's a it's a dog beauty contest. Yeah, basically. And you know, I I don't get I don't get beauty contests. I get it even less when when it's an animal. When it's an animal. And I I've 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 read bits about this. It's a bit of an info dump, but it's fa- it's just bizarre. Like the amount of detail that like okay okay thanks to humans. There are 400 genetically distinct breeds of dog. Okay. Which is a ridiculous number. Yeah, that is a lot of... Thanks to human beings breeding. Yeah. Because they all started as, like, wolves or something, I suppose. Yeah, 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 well... And somehow we got chihuahuas out of that. Which is... That's not even thing that's a That's a brain melter. Now, the two main dog shows... Are Crufts, which is in the UK, and Westminster Dog Show, which is in the US, <laughs> which okay. which made me laugh. Uh, and all the information I came from is the Westminster, but it's basically the same kind. The of same deal. kind of criteria. Yeah, uh, they're the two biggest dog shows in the world. Like millions of people watch thousands of dogs compete in these things. It's just bizarre. Like they've got a massive number of people watching these things. Like I said, I'm not going to talk about the running the track thing with all the tricks and jumping over shit. What I was interested in looking at was confirmation shows. Is that uh, what they're called? That's what they're called. The, the dog beauty contest. Yes, confirmation shows. So they're like conforming shows. Okay. 
So it's purebred dog breeds compete against each other based on their breed standards, right? So they're not competing directly against each other. They're sort of they're being judged against uh, being compared to the idealized version of their breed. Okay, right. So who came up with that ideal? I don't know. I couldn't find that information. Some stuffy old white dude. I mean, it's it's just like, yeah. I mean, the the things they're measuring. I've got a list of, like, a, like I think it's most of the criteria. But I mean, there's got to be a lot more. So they're looking at balance. So the overall appropriate proportions in size. Symmetry. Yeah. Very important in beauty. The weight and size of the dog. How it balances out with the ideal weight and size. Weight and size for that breed. A German Shepherd. Uh, their eyes, so we're looking at colour, size and shape. So the ideal dog of whatever breed they're looking at has an ideal eye colour, apparently. I've never noticed a dog's eye colour, to be nope. honest. Same here, same here. Ears, shape, length and position. See, I just think floppy or pointy. Floppy or pointy, exactly. But you've got to measure you got to get the measuring tape out. Got to get that measuring tape <laughs> Have a feel around. Make sure they're in the right position on the head. Which brings us to the head. The shape of the head. right? Which is a separate thing to the muzzle. The muzzle is yeah, a separate okay. category. Yeah. The shape and length of the muzzle. You've got the whiskers. Yeah. Got to make sure the whiskers are the right thickness. 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 They measure the thickness of the whiskers. The thickness of the whiskers. I don't know whether that's the number of whiskers or the actual thickness of each hair. Individual, yeah. Uh, In my head, that is tiny little measuring tape round the round, round, round the circumference yeah. of, of the fucking hair. If I was to ask what they're looking for in teeth, what do you think they're looking for? Um, length, colour, position in the mouth? Incorrect. I'd have thought that too. But they're looking for the type of bite. What does that mean? So whether it's a, a scissor bite where the like the 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 chompers are meeting point to point, okay, or uh, a, a level bite that would be a level bite, a level where they're bite. meeting point to point, or a scissor bite, which where is where they pass each other, pass each other like a human's like, jaw, like like our incisors or our molars kind yeah. of thing. So they're looking at that rather than the. I'm, I'm assuming they're looking at health of the teeth as well, but that's not really up to them. It's up to the vets. They're looking at that on each breed type based on the ideal that has been come up with. I didn't realise that a dog's teeth could be one or the other. I just assumed it was like humans. There, there would be a mixture of. Yeah. Well, they might I mean, they be. They might be looking at. But they might be looking at um, both. I know so little about dogs. Apparently, it's ridiculous. <laughs> this. I mean, I'm I'm just about past halfway. The tail, how high it arches and sets. Whatever that means. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so wherever it comes out of their arse, how high it goes up, if it goes up at all, and where it comes down. So it's got to be to do with the length as well, I guess. Shoulders. They're looking at bone and muscle. How much there is of either of those? or I assume that it's it's the density of the bone, the, the, like the, the strength of the muscle. Okay, should we go? So does this... I take this varies from breed to breed. So like a poodle... Oh, yeah. A poodle's... You might want bonier shoulders. Yeah. But a bulldog, you probably want something slightly more muscular. Yes. So these, these the breeds are competing against each other. Yeah. But it's, it's how they compare best to the ideal. Yeah. So if you've got a bulldog... That has like ninety five percent ideal structure, almost perfect, almost perfect. But then you've got a poodle that's ninety seven percent. The poodle would win. Yeah, if it was just those two competing. You got the legs, muscles, stance, and proportionality. Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the coat, texturing, length, the color, the accepted breed colors. So every every breed has an accepted colour. Right, so you can't have a, a fluorescent pink poodle in no. crafts. Yes, but I mean the, the closest to the correct colour, which is just bizarre to me. Uh, the walk and the gait of the dog, uh, and they're not they're, they're looking at the attitude of the, the dog. attitude of the dog. Like there's an ideal attitude for they've each got to, breed. They've got to have the runway walk. 
Oh, well, I mean, it depends on the dog. I've got a couple of examples. Uh, a beagle must have a cheery gait. Oh, yeah. How, I don't know how you well, measure you the cheeriness. I don't know how you measure the cheeriness of a gait, but apparently that's that's the ideal for a beagle. But a poodle must be proud. Proud poodle. Proud poodle, yeah. If you've got a sad poodle or a sort of an- anxious poodle, ain't going to win. Yeah. Poodle with anxiety. It's just bizarre. And the judges, like, they'll... they'll I'm sure you've seen videos of, of, of judges judging dogs, like lifting up the tail, having a sniff of the arse, having, <laughs> having a look at the gums. And I'm shit. not sure they do that, but sure, yeah. I mean, they, they must... I mean, How do more judges not get bitten? <laughs> Well, they're very, like, they're very a, well trained yeah. dogs. If I was one of those dogs, I'd be fuck get out of my face <laughs> and my ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. More importantly, I suppose. <laughs> but but they are they're, they're not just like patting these dogs down. No, they are, I mean they're they're measuring the bone and muscle of this dog's shoulders of every dog's shoulders. So they are getting deep into these dogs. They are digging their thumbs into these fucking pooches. Which is just ridiculous. How do they not get bitten? <laughs> it is bizarre. It's just it's just weird. Yeah, and, and whichever dog is judged the closest to the perfect example of its breed wins. So they're not even competing against each other. They're no, competing well, against it, themselves, it is yeah. hard to compare a Scottish Terrier to a Newfoundland. But like to get to that stage, you must have gone through like uh, heats. To get to Crofts, you must go through heats. Competing against the uh, your own breed, yeah, yeah, they must have. How do you get such prestigious competition? I suppose you've got to have some sort of prestige behind you before you can enter. Yeah, ridiculous. I mean, there's not a lot of one other minor competitions. There's not a lot of money in it either. The smaller dog shows, like you don't win a lot. Like it costs, it costs. I don't have the exact figures, but it costs so much. Yeah, like breeding dogs is a really expensive business, and there's shit all to be won. And just like having a dog is an expensive thing. You got to feed that. You've got to feed it. You got to take it on. Yeah, it's a big commitment. A dog is for life. Take it for like if you want to enter it into this, you got to take it grooming. You've got to do all of that, like grooming in the non-harassment sense. Obviously, we're talking about dogs. I yeah. assumed it was. It's just uh, the word grooming. Your hair and nail trim. The word a... grooming in my head just went. Don't say grooming, but yeah. Uh, is it okay? Is it right? Is this animal cruelty? Are there? Are they? Are they? Is, is, it's selective, selective breeding. Yeah. Okay. This is a. Big discussion yeah. that I am not equipped to. <laughs> is it? Is I it, don't know enough about that subject to give I mean, an informed health, position. But the yeah, the health of, of certain dogs, like in breeds, is severely compromised because yeah. of the way they've been bred. Exactly, like Dalmatians that are notoriously bad health-wise, and you've got uh, French bulldogs that can't really breathe. Properly yeah, there's probably dogs with shorter snouts have been bred into them, and yeah. um, is it right to like you can't. They're judging these dogs, these living creatures, these amazing beings that absolutely love everyone. Yeah. They're breeding these things just for no monetary gain, basically. Spending a lot of money making sure these dogs are as perfect as possible. And if they're not perfect enough, what do they do with them? It if you're weird. a competitive dog owner, mm. what are they doing with the non-perfect ones? I'd like to know when these um, ideals, these standards, was set down. Because I imagine it was some time ago, and the fact that we're still kind of holding these idealised standards as the idealised standard with a modern sensibility is a bit weird, because we wouldn't do that with anything else. Anything else. I mean, cats and other animals, probably there are other shows, including those, and I'm sure there's other discussions to be had about like camel competitions are a thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, I'm like, sure I believe it. I think like people like look at horses and things like that with that kind of same sensibility. But that's a working animal, and it's been bred, you know, to be as healthy as possible. That's a, that's a whole other thing. Uh, yeah. Horse racing and and oh, absolutely. Uh, we're, yeah, we're talking about dogs. Talking about dogs. So yeah, so you know, if the standard of a poodle was set down, however long ago. But now we know 
the damage that these standards have caused is and, and incredible. Yet it's still, still going on. Yeah. And if, if I was to have a dog, I'd want, I'd, but I'd prefer it to be healthy and happy. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't want it to like have a short nose and, and suffer. Like if, if it was suffering because of that, I'd want a healthy dog. That's I'd like a mix of of, of everything. Breeding like we like it in, in human genetics. It's healthy to have. A mix of everything. That's how we've survived. I mean, a lot of breeds that exist today were bred for a specific purpose in mind, like yeah. terriers being um, hunting otters and yeah, or you know, fetching dogs or and jumping on foxholes, guard dogs or what have you, guard dogs and yeah, and, and sheep dogs and things yeah. like that. But a lot of people are just having them in their homes, and they're not they're not doing the purpose. Like I would love my favorite breeds are husky. And I would love a husky, but I mean, it yeah. wouldn't be it wouldn't be pulling a sled. You, you need eight huskies. <laughs> yeah, you need a lot and of be huskies living in Alaska. and be living in Alaska, basically. Which, but but it doesn't stop people getting them and living in London. Yeah, it's not the environment, but that's where people are bringing them up. But neither of us actually own a dog, so yet, yet. So I would like to qualify this by saying that if you do own a dog, if you have a husky in London, it's completely your choice, and we do hope that you are looking after that, looking dog. after that dog, as I'm sure you are to the best of your ability, making sure it is a fine and healthy, happy animal. Yeah. Not to hijack your segment, but I'm just going to ask you the same three questions at the top of this okay. that you asked me. Yeah. Which were, uh, what is your favourite breed of dog? What is your favourite dog you've met? And what is your famous? Uh, what is your favourite famous dog? Uh, husky. Already said, yeah, yeah, amazing animals, brilliant. Like, I mean, it's they're they're so cool, they're ridiculous, and they're beautiful. Yeah, I do like those. Favorite dog I've met. Uh, I mean, it's got to be my 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 brother and <laughs> my, my my brother and, and sister in law recently got a dog, and it's got to be it's got to be Bobby. It's got to be. It's he's just so chill. He's the chillest dog. So chill. I love a chill dog. Famous. Well, you brought the famous dogs. (laughs) That was your fault that that question got thrown in. Well, you didn't have to ask it. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. I didn't have to ask it. I'm going to say... Did you ever see... I don't know if you did, because you've had this discussion. <laughs> like, not on the podcast, but quite recently. Did you ever see Come Outside, children's TV show? It's not ringing a bell. Old woman with a with a plane with spots on it. That is ringing a bell, Yeah, actually. That's called Come Outside. Did she have, like, a big she English sheepdog or something? Big, no, it was, I can't remember what, what breed it was, but it was big and, like, fluffy. It was amazing. That. That dog. That's a good dog. That dog. The best dog. Because she put it in the plane with her and they flew around. And it, I, I, I don't know if it, it actually had these, but this is what I'm picturing. You know the aviator goggles? Yeah. I'm picturing little, that. Old school, old school pilot's helmet. helmet yeah, uh, maybe a scarf to flip behind it. Yeah. Big fluffy dog with all of that garb going on. Love that. Okay. I... Drew art, which, being a physical medium, is very difficult to talk about in an audio format. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> you don't say. But I think I have found something to talk about. Ooh. Um, and it's a bit of a local story. Oh, okay. Like, how local are we talking? Very. Ooh. Um, but first of all, I'm going to ask you something. Are you aware of the Turner Prize? I am aware of the Turner Prize. Do you know what it is? I'm assuming it's a prize for art. It is a prize for art. It it was first awarded in 1984. Oh, really? That recently? That recently, yeah. It's it's named for uh, J.M.W. Turner, the 19th century British painter. Have you seen the film Turner? I have not seen the film Turner. I've got the film Turner. Is it a good film? Would you recommend? No, it's a Mike Leaf movie. Oh, okay. About, About Turner? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you'd assume it's so. a fairly it's called, common it's name. Called, it's called Turner. It's about 
that it's about him and his art, you'd assume he's in it. Um, so it was originally award, the first award happened in 1984. It was a um, a group of benefactors for the Tate Gallery who organised it and who continue to do so. It's organised by the Tate Gallery, um, and they shortlist the same amount of artists every year, and the award is decided by a panel, and the panel is different every year. It's always a British artist, it's a British thing. Yeah. Um, the winner gets £25,000. Okay. Everyone else on the shortlist gets 5000 So if you're oh, a runner, you get okay. 5000 pounds That's cool. Of, of a total of £40,000. Notable artists to have won the um, the prize are Damon Hurst, who won it in 1995, who we've all heard of for pickling sharks and such. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that pickling a shark must have cost more than he won. Uh, well, possibly. I mean, he didn't it, win it, it for was, pickling it a shark. It wasn't for that, but I, no. I imagine he, yeah. Whatever he does, he's spending. Um, well, the, award, the awards actually decided on um, their, the artist's recent achievements. So anything within the last few years it, like, is considered as part of their work, recent work. Oh, so it's about a body of work rather than... It can be, yeah. For example, another person who won it was Steve McQueen. The, not the actor, the film director. Okay. Um, who directed uh, 12 Years a Slave. Great movie. Great movie. He won it in 1999 um, for several installation works and short films um, from 97, 98 and 99. That's so cool. Um, he also you know, went on to win Oscars. So. <laughs> Bastard. Uh, Anthony Gormley won it in 1994. Isn't another name you might know? No. Anthony Gormley? No, I don't recognise that. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Why? Uh, no, 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 like I, I just chose him because it is a name within the art world I thought you might have known, but what I haven't bothered to do is actually verify any of his <laughs> work so I can jog your memory. <laughs> Smooth. Um, he, he, he's done all the stuff. Um, do you remember all the sculptures on the beach? He's a sculptor. and in... oh, oh, so when the tie comes in, like the figures. Yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Um, and in... 2016, Helen Martin won it. That's the face I thought you'd be pulling. Slightly confused. Helen Martin, born 1985, studied fine art at the Ruskin School of Drawing and Fine Art in Oxford, as part of the University of Oxford. Won the 2016 uh, uh, Turner Prize at the age of 31. Um, born and raised in Macclesfield. Nice. Nice. We have a, a local. We have a local Turner artist Prize. who won the Turner Prize four years ago. She That's went, awesome. She went to King's High School. No way. Um, I've got a little quote here from her former A level art teacher. <laughs> uh, this is a quote for uh, CheshireLife.co.uk. Excellent. Uh, Debbie Inman. Uh, she was technically very able, and her drawing and painting skills were outstanding. Uh, creating some beautiful portrait work in particular. But it was the strength of her ideas that set her apart. Helen's success comes as no surprise as her uh, capacity for original, intelligent, quirky thought expressed through her art, coupled with the tremendous technical ability, meant that she was always destined for something big. Wow. She's currently a sculptor, as far as I'm aware. Was that quote taken after she'd won? Yes. She's hardly going to say, yeah, she was a bit shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah I gave her a B once. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, I mean, I don't know how she's managed this. <laughs> what? Who she paid? Yeah. That's awesome. So just, you know, that is one of the biggest prizes within the art world. Yeah. £25,000 prize. To, to, to a Maclass. To a Maclass. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so two years well, after she graduated from Oxford. Is she still in Mac or is she... Uh, she? She's based in London now. Yeah. Um, two years after graduating from Oxford, she came uh, back to Mac, as far as I'm aware. She um, made her art in her parents' garage, and then she started getting installations and uh, gallery exhibits, and uh, kind of went from there. That's so cool. Four years ago she won there. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. I want to turn a prize. <laughs> yeah, me too, but I'm just a terrible oh, artist. Mate, I'm so bad. <laughs> That's why I went into performance. I didn't have to bother drawing anything. Yeah, avoid drawing and maths. That's why I went into acting. 
But that that's all I've got on that. That's so cool. Yeah, nice little story there. Local nice. hero. Absolute local hero. Should we crack on with my with my quiz? Oh, the quiz! Here we go. Quiz. Right, you. Go, I think. I think you're going to enjoy this. This is TV, yeah. This is TV, right? So, okay. The US. Yes. How original is their TV? You'd think very, but it's probably just because we we watch more US television than we do any other countries. Yeah, you'd think that. I found a list of television shows that they've adapted or tried to adapt from UK television. Okay, yeah, I, I suppose that must happen quite a lot. It happens a hell of a lot. I mean, there are the ones you'll know. Um, the Office. Yeah, obviously. Outnumbered. Did they do an outnumbered? They did an outnumbered. Prime Suspect. Okay. Life on Mars. They tried to do Life on they Mars. They tried to do Life on Mars. See, outnumbered, that's so... And it's I so know, British, it's the so, sensibility of those so, shows. I mean, The Inbetweeners. Yeah, I remember that. That yeah, was terrible. That was terrible. And House of Cards. Yes, of course. That yeah, was a, a, a show British from... Show from yeah. Yeah, amazing, amazing show, which I've seen bits of. <coughs> Not seen all of it. Right, but those are the ones that have that share the same name. Yes. Now, they have adapted shows. And changed the and name. And changed the name. Right, okay. So I've got a list of ten shows that the US <laughs> tried to get through, or did succeed in getting through. That are based on British shows. Okay. Now, I, I went through it and tried to find ones that you know, that you are aware of. Uh, so, 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 and, and and they're close. Some of them are quite close to the actual names, uh, but I'm not expecting you to get all of these at all. Okay. The first one, I'm gonna go in a random order because how these many are, do I need to win? Um. I'll say, I'll say six. Six. Okay, so it's 60% yeah. bat rate on this quiz. Yeah. I'm going to go in a random order because the list I've got is in alphabetical order. So let's go with one that I think you might get. The People's Couch. What British, original British show... Original British show... The inspired people's the couch. people's couch. Oh, it, it, it's it's very logical once you know it. It sounds like it should be some sort of talk show, but there's no like American a... talk shows usually have the host name in them. Yeah, the people's couch. <laughs> I genuinely thought you'd get this one. Like, really? Straight away. Oh, this is. No, I think this quiz is going to be harder than you think. I've got <laughs> no idea, but I've got a feeling I'm going to kick myself. I think you are. Do you want to know it? Yeah, go on. Gogglebox. Okay, yeah, that makes it sense. It makes absolute sense, right? Okay. People's Couch, Gogglebox. Now, The Rear Guard. The Rear Guard? The Rear Guard. Okay. And this one, that the, when they attempted to make it, they only made a pilot episode. Is, are we in comedy space here? Uh, yeah. Yeah, comedy. Is it Dad's Army? It is Dad's Army! The Rear Guard. They made an, a pilot episode. But, but I mean, Again, Dad's Army very is quintessentially yeah. British. That's like, you've got to be... You can't translate that sense of humour very well. A, a lot of these, I don't, I don't know. Gogglebox, like, successful. I think... You know, it's Americans watching American TV yeah, which for Americans. Would translate and it'd be, yeah, it would it would cross over. Did, yeah. How about Grace Point? Grace Point. One word. So that sounds like a place. It sounds like a place. It was. This was cancelled after one season on Fox. Okay, that doesn't necessarily help me. Um, Some would say that the British. The U the UK version, the best season was the first. Well, the best the best oh, season was the first. Is it Broadchurch? Yes, it is Broadchurch. 
See, love, I, 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 I thought that like Broadchurch as a show had made it over to America. I didn't realise that they well, thought that I mean, necessary as a remake. I thought they had the original. I mean, they, they must have the original for all of these, really. I suppose, into, yeah, with today's but, technology, there's not yeah. really much that's... But, but yeah, they, they, I think they tried to do like a, a, a reboot, an American... Because it's, it's, I mean, it's very British. All of these are very yeah. British shows. How about The Big Package? <laughs> I did not laugh at that. Yes, you did. I didn't laugh at that. Yes, I didn't you laugh did. at The Big Package. Yes, you laughed at The Big Package. No, it needs to be properly big if I'm going to laugh at it. <laughs> this the, one I'm not sure you'll get. The I'm, Big I'm Package. I'm not convinced you'll get this one. It's a show that I've seen bits of, but never, like... The scripted show? Yeah. Scripted show. Is it a comedy or am I just being it's immature? It's a comedy. It's a comedy. It's not that kind of package. <laughs> At least I fucking hope it's not. I did. I'm. Oof. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not going to get that one. Benidorm. Okay, package, package holiday. Holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't get that one right, I'm afraid. God, again, that's such a British sense of humour. Such a, I don't have how long that lasted. Uh, but, but I, and I, I didn't even think like, uh, Americans going on package, ho- package yeah. holidays. Where, was would, it, it, where would it be? Would it be in Mexico? Would it be in Mexico? Mexico, Hawaii, maybe? Maybe Hawaii, yeah. Maybe just like Florida, somewhere else in America, somewhere beachy in America. Possibly, possibly. I think this one's potentially the funniest... Uh, there's two. There's two. There's two absolutely hilarious ones left. Uh, this one is an American education. Which British TV show is that based on? An American education. Yes. And this one is hilarious when you know what the, <laughs> what the UK version is. Um. Oh God, I don't know. Like my another comedy. Brain immediately went to Bad Education. That okay. um, was a BBC Three comedy with Jack, Jack Whitehall. Yeah, but they've already tried the Inbetweeners, and they just called that the Inbetweeners. Mm-hmm. This one uh, was unaired. It was an unaired okay. pilot, but ABC had the rights to that, so it was so bad they decided they we're not going to we're not going to put this in the public vision. <laughs> I'm not going to get that in American education. No. Nope. Are you sure you're not going to get that? Yeah. It's bad education, mate. Are you joking? <laughs> Are you joking? No. Oh, you got to give me that point. Not I my... said... No, I'm not giving you that point. Oh, come on. <laughs> answer. Unbelievable. What's wrong with you? I said it and you didn't immediately go, yeah, no, that's it. So I was like, okay, fine, moving on. Well, you said my brain immediately went to this, but... I would have given you that point. <laughs> okay, this one, uh, they've attempted to remake it in America three times. Wow. With three different names. So I've got three separate names that they've attempted. Okay, hopefully that will actually help. Show. But it might just confuse. Uh, Chateau Snavely. Amanda's. And Payne. <laughs> Pain spelled P A Y N E. Chateau Snavely. Amanda's. Amanda's. Pain. See, when you said Chateau Snavely, mm-hmm. my head went Downton Abbey. Right. When you went Amanda's, I went, okay, it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> and Pain. P A Y N E. P A Y N E. Yeah. I'm assuming that is then somebody's name, but... Yeah. Comedy again. Comedy. Yeah, another comedy. Most of these are comedy. Apart from Broadchurch. <laughs> oh, God. Some, something that they really wanted to be funny. Yeah. Like, it, it's such a good show, the original. Right. Like, so good. Like... Almost perfect wow. comedy show. Wow, that's strong. Like everyone, everyone that's seen all these has a favourite, and it's usually the same episode. Is it 
Faulty Towers. It is Faulty Towers. What's your favourite episode? Is it the Germans? <laughs> <laughs> it might well be the Germans. <laughs> it might, I think my favourite line in the entire series is when he wakes up and looks at the nurse. <laughs> okay, so you've answered six so far. And you've got three right. I've got four. No. <laughs> no, you're not having ratification. <laughs> this one's probably the easiest one. Okay. Not necessarily the news. Have I got news for you? Is that your final answer? Well, is that or mock the week, but I'm going to go with have I got news for you? Uh, it's not the nine o'clock news. Oh, <laughs> I mean... Not necessarily the news, and not the not local news. news. Yeah, I mean you couldn't get closer. I don't know where you went with that. Yeah, um, shows don't really work in America, do they? No. How about game show marathon? <laughs> game show marathon. Yes, game show marathon. This one is uh, very British. Um, it's got. Uh, I, I, if I, I don't want to give it away, I don't want to give it away. Uh, if I if I say anything about the name of this show, it would give it away. Well, yeah. If you tell me the name of the show, then I'm going to know the name. <laughs> of the show. Yeah, but I can't even give a hint um, because it's you... full of, of of of. What sort of format is it? It's a game show. It's a game show. Yeah. It's, um. Oh, what sort of format is it? Um, Very British game show. Yeah, not it's not an old game show, but okay. it's been going on for a long time with the same with the same hosts. Wow. Okay. Um, not an old game show, but it's been around for a long time. Not a long, long time, but but a, a, it's like it's it's household. And you say hosts plural. I do. I'm bad at this game. <laughs> I, I should know that by now, surely. Uh, I don't know how else to say it without giving it away. I think I I thought I'd give. I thought I'd given it away when I said hosts. Yeah, are the hosts Ant and Deck? The hosts are Ant and Deck. Is it their Saturday night takeaway? It's Ant and Deck's Saturday night takeaway. God, I. I Pulling teeth there, oh, but I got there mate. eventually. Blimey. I thought that I'd given that one to you. Ridiculous. Game show marathon. Game Di- show marathon, yeah. Because they don't want to nail down a host. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's two left. You need both of them to win. I need one of them. No. <laughs> I need both of them. You're not having bad education. Now... Uh, you can either have the seven unaired episodes on Fox or an unsuccessful pilot. Which one would you like first? So the seven unsuccessful. Uh, unaired. Unaired. Well, so they made seven and didn't even bother putting them on yes. TV. I've seen what the trailer for this. Like, they went as far as to make a trailer and it looked terrible. Them and us... That could be bloody anything. <laughs> Them and us. So comedy. Yes. Comedy. Comedy series. Yes. Very, very successful here in the UK. Oh, is it? This is a shot in the dark. Gavin and Stacey. It is Gavin and Stacey. Oh. Have you seen the trailer? No, I haven't. It looks so bad. It looks so bad. Where are they from? Well, there's... That's the thing. Like it's it's meant to be like like English and Welsh, isn't it? Yeah. But it's New York and country bumpkin. Okay. I mean so that's like how the only way I could think of it translate. You just got to try and get the clash of cultures, but, but it's it's not. No. What are they doing? I they mean, try... Wales isn't country bumpkin. It's exactly. It's Wales. it's Wales. It's just another. It's another country. Yeah. It's another country. What are they doing? They lose so much. 
Lewis and again, so the, the sense of humour in that show is just so well written. I know, and in the trailer... And it's so British. The trailer has, like, all the best bits from the first episode of Gavin and Stacey. Yeah. Basically... Because it's a fairly generic premise. Like, it's just boy meets girl and their family's coming together. Yeah. But the writing around that... Because I take it they didn't get um, the original writers in. Oh, no, but... Because James they had... Gordon is doing other things. In America... So they must have thought, well, we've got James Corden. Yeah, so, they could so slap his name on, I guess. But but it doesn't translate, and they tried to use a lot of the same script, like the Inbetweeners. Yeah, like the Inbetweeners and things. the original uh, season of The Office as well. They yeah. that was a yeah same script, wasn't it? So bad. What? Find that trailer. It's awful. So you got that one. So you need to get this last one. And this was an unaired pilot. This was unsuccessful pilot. Oh no! Not them! Oh no, not them. <laughs> That's such. Already I'm out. Oh my god. That's a terrible name for a show. That's worse than them and us. <laughs> oh no! Exclamation point. Not them! Exclamation point. Again, another comedy. Another comedy, yeah, another comedy. Oh no, not them. Oh, I can't remember, can't remember his name, but. They did manage to get one of the original cast members. Oh, really? In in this pilot, come remember which one. I'll have to look that one up. It's comedy, comedy. Um. <laughs> oh, I think I've got a I've got an inkling because I know that they did try and remake this. Ooh, okay. Um. Is it the IT crowd? No. Oh! No. I'll give you one more chance because I, I, I'm pretty sure you know this show. Like right. it's, it's not. It's like the UK version is not. It, it's 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 not. It's not a huge show. It's not. No, no. It's not young. Oh, okay. Uh, it's become a bit of a cult classic. Okay. Uh, oh no! Not them was uh, untelevised. Nineteen ninety. Oh, okay, so this isn't even a, a recent American attempt at something. No. <laughs> oh, this is going to be tough then. I have the name of the person that is in the pilot that was on Ed. Unsuccessful. Is it... Is it the young ones? It's the young ones! Oh! Yeah, I'm going to give you that. Yes! Uh, it was Nigel Planer. Right. Was 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 the original cast member. You got six, mate. I got well. I you got six, mate. You didn't get seven. Yeah. I'm not giving you bad education. I on the IT crowd. I know they tried to remake that. Yeah. Um, there is a pilot, as far as I'm aware, but I don't know if they did any more episodes or even aired them. They managed to get um, Rich Iowardi to play Moss again. Yes, and they had. Um, they got Joel McHale Joel to McHale. play. Roy. Which is just silly. Yeah, because he's too cool. He's way too cool, and he's not Irish. And there's plenty of Irish people in America. Why don't you find an Irish actor? Why don't they just but play yeah, the original? Yeah. So much better. So you passed that. I, pa- I got the qu- I did the quiz. Yeah. I you, won the quiz. You, you won the quiz. Excellent. Congratulations. I, did, I honestly didn't think I was going to do that. You win this pen. There you go. Sports. It's your pen anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty happy with that. That that was tough. I, oh, yeah. I, I had to do some heavy interrogation. I was I was surprised you got broadchurch so quickly. I was impressed by that because I would not have got that. You like a you like a party, don't you, Andy? A party? Yeah, you like a good time. You like a. A bit of a boogie, yeah. A bit of a dance, bit of a bit of a bev. A holiday, maybe. Oh, holiday, sure. Or, or a festival. I like a big package. Yeah. I like a festival. Never been to a festival. No, I'm not. Not, not a music, music festival, festivals. Yeah. But um, what I would like to talk about yeah. are some festivals, local festivals from around the world. Local festivals from around local the world. Local festivals from around the world. Uh, okay. Traditions that exist <laughs> so we've in had... specific spots around the world that happen. On an annual basis. Okay. Um, oh, towns God. and cities that come together. It's not a quiz or anything. Okay, it's just, just, a, just an information dump. 
Um, awesome. Some discussion points. Cool. I've got five of them. Okay. Um, first one. Uh, Noche... Noche de Rabanos. Apologies or, for, for, for the yeah, uh, of the yeah. names. Yeah, this is... Uh, some of these... Uh, I, yeah, my pronunciation isn't going to be great. So <laughs> if you are a native Spanish speaker... Uh, I do apologise profusely, but uh, that translates to Night of the Radishes. <laughs> uh, Night and of it the is, Radishes. It is an annual festival in uh, Oaxaca, I believe it's pronounced. Uh, Oaxaca, Mexico. Oaxaca? Yeah, it is spelled O-A-X-A-C-A. Uh, uh, I had to Google guess. it. <laughs> your guess is as good as mine. Okay. Um, so this is a, sort of a Christmas time tradition. It, it happens... <laughs> Night happens, of the radishes. Yeah, it happens every December the twenty third. Okay. Um, <laughs> it is a tradition of uh, carving radishes into ornamental shapes. Uh, apparently, the, the, the small, the small red. Yeah, small little red things. Okay. Um, the tradition began with local radish growers uh, carving their produce uh, to attract customers, and today. Uh, specific Specifically grown radishes can weigh up to seven pounds. Holy shit. Uh, they grow specifically for this festival and they can be carved into all sorts of intricate uh, sculptures, including skyscrapers and nativity scenes. What are you talking about? Sculpting ra- Oh, wait. Do they sculpt... Do they... Wait. Okay. <laughs> are they... Is it... Are they sculpting on the day... Or is it a day to display the sculptures? I think they're like jack-o'-lanterns. Like, they'll probably do them on, in the morning and then sculpt them for the They'll for the do evening. them in the morning. Possibly, I don't know. I, I've, I've not been to any of these festivals. Just have, to... you, have you seen pictures? I've seen a few. How intricate are we talking? Pretty intricate on some of them. Again, it's like jack-o'-lanterns. Like, some of them are ridiculously impressive and clearly had a lot of time and effort put into them. Some of them are like... Uh, person like a stick figure i mean i can't even begin to imagine sculpting i can't begin to imagine a seven pound radish <laughs> seven pound radish how big that must be that must it's be a good size mass. i i i just did a, a thing with my hands and it's <laughs> what the what moving on uh this moving point, on from a seven pound radish i've got i've got another four Oh, do they get even more ridiculous? Is this... Yeah. Do, oh, they get progressively more ridiculous yeah. than a seven-pound radish. It, it's, it gets more ridiculous now, then even more ridiculous. Then kind of cute. Okay. Then the most ridiculous. <laughs> Excellent. So That's we how we like it. Uh, this next one is Naki Sumo. Is it Japanese? It is Japanese. It happens in Tokyo every April. Two sumo wrestlers step into the ring, looking as intimidating as possible, mm-hmm. each holding an infant. Uh, uh, an infant human. An infant human. The goal of each wrestler is to make the opponent's baby cry. <laughs> Without making their own baby cry. Without making their own baby cry. They've got some tough-ass babies. Um, it is said to bring good luck to the babies and ward off evil spirits. Uh, sorry, winning, winning wards off evil spirits. I think just the or act of it, just just being involved, being involved. Okay. Um, if neither baby cries, uh, the referee is willing to step in wearing a terrifying mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Why are you trying I to scare I want to watch boys? this so badly. Why are you scaring these children? It's so mean. Oh my god. <laughs> Leave <laughs> them alone. Oh, how young? Like, how? how? Like, young. Like, oh. within a year. They're just going to be crying anyway. That's... Is it, is it the sumo wrestler's child? Or have these no, children been No, they've been, been volunteered donated? by other parents who... They're going to be crying because they're in a stranger's arms. Surrounded by people, and then a then a bloke in a creepy fucking mask just wanders over to them. What the fuck are these parents doing? Next, fuck off! What the fuck? The baby jumping festival. No, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. 
cast Rilo the uh, Mercia. Uh, it happens on the Catholic feast day of Corpus Christi. Okay. When's um, that? It's May or June, depending on whenever Easter is. Okay. Um, babies who have been born within the last 12 months are uh, placed on mattresses throughout the town. And then men dressed in devilish clothing jump over oh, them. No. This has been... It's a 400-year-old tradition. No, it's not. It is. 400 years of jumping over babies. Jumping over babies. On Easter. Uh, this, it's, it's a couple Corpus, of months after uh, Easter. The, the Corpus Christi is the body of Christ, isn't it? Yeah. Um, reportedly, the, the Catholic Church has tried to distance itself from this festival. Yeah, no shit. Which combines pagan rituals with Catholic beliefs. Fuck off. No harm comes to any of the babies. Oh, bollocks. Bollocks. <laughs> They're just like... Bollocks. There's men dressed up in what? Dressed as the devil. There's men dressed as the devil jumping over babies. How many babies? Any baby that lives in the town that has been born within 12 months. What the fuck is going on? Why is that a thing? Why is that a thing? What's the point? Um, I believe it's it's something to do with uh, warding off the, the devil. devil. Great. Let's have the devil jump over a baby to ward off the devil. Yep. Logic. What the fuck is going on there? Number Where's, four. Sorry, was that, was that Spain or was that... That's Spain. My God. What is happening? What is going on? Number four. The Monkey Buffet Festival. Please tell me that's not what La I think Buri, it is. Thailand. Please tell me that's not what I think so this it is. is a, uh, just north, it's a province just north of Bangkok in Thailand. Yeah. Uh, where between 2,000 and 3,000 monkeys live. Yeah. Uh, and every November, these macaque monkeys are gifted with 4,000 kilograms of fruits, veg, candies and cakes. Oh, thank God. And they're able to gorge themselves. Oh, thank God. Yeah, it is not a buffet where people eat monkeys. It oh, is the monkeys who are feasting. That's so good. I'll take that. I'm so... Oh, my... Like, when you said monkey buffet, my head went to... Uh... Really, this is the cute one. My, my my head. Have you you um was it um Temple of Doom, where the the sat yeah the, the, monkey, the brains. monkey brains. My head went there. That's where my head. God, went. That film hasn't aged well, has it? No, no, it hasn't. I fucking love it though. <laughs> okay, oh, I think you probably wait. Wait, why do they? Why do they do that? I, there were some conflicting reports I found. Um, some. Uh, it seemed to think it was an old uh, hundreds or possibly even thousands of year old tradition um, because they sort of deified the monkeys in the area. Right. Um, one said that the first one happened in 1989 and it was a businessman's idea to try and improve tourism to the region. Oh. It worked. Okay. Well, it would. Because I, I definitely want to see So what this. I gather is probably that it was an old tradition that was then... Um, adapted for... Adapted for tourism. Commercialism and... Yeah. Commercialised, that's what I was looking for. Like Christmas. Like Christmas. Um, But that one sounds quite cute. That one sounds cute. One of the articles I read did uh, come with a warning (laughs) saying, um, just be careful, the monkeys tend to be a bit grabby. Yeah, well, they would do. They're being fed by everyone. Yeah. They're going to steal your shit. But it'd be nice to go and see all the monkeys. So, once you've gone to see all the monkeys... Sorry, this this one coming up is... This is the most bizarre. The most bizarre. This is more bizarre than baby jumping. No... Baby jumping! I can't believe that's a thing. Um, This—it's another Japanese one. We're back in Japan. Okay. We're not in Tokyo though. We are in a small village of. uh, It's a village of Kanamara. Kanamara. It's the Kanamara Matsuri Festival. It happens in April. Um, And it celebrates all things phallic. (laughs) Oh God! Okay. Um. I'm assuming this is a fertility festival thing. The tradition arose from a local phallic shrine. <laughs> okay, excellent. According to legend, <laughs> a large iron phallus <laughs> was constructed. Oh, God! This was constructed to thwart a penis eating demon. <laughs> 
Oh god, I feel so bad. This is this is. And was enshrined outside the village. Oh my god. Um, prostitutes would come to the shrine and pray for protection from certain <laughs> occupational hazards. <laughs> Today, the focus of the festival has shifted to fertility for young married women. Yeah. Uh, and the festival also raises funds for HIV research. Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's ace. Um, there is an hour-long parade of three giant penis shrines. <laughs> oh, it was so nice and lovely. And then you said that. Um, and after the parade, everyone, there are, pen- <laughs> there are penis Shaped lollipops and oh, cakes what? and obviously lots of Sorry. Uh, souvenir items for sale. There are pi- and children and children going to this festival. I mean, I didn't look at the pictures that closely, and the pictures I were looking at, I wasn't looking for children. I was looking at the giant penises that yeah, everyone of was carrying. You were, of course, I was. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I was hoping he was going to talk about like, Ed Fringe or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did my serious bit. We did that. <laughs> oh, god damn. Oh, the baby jumping, though. That's the, the penis. Yeah, penis parade least, was the one that I was... At least that's for HIV research and stuff. It is now, yeah. But, what? They're still jumping over babies. They're still jumping over babies. Why? And if the church is trying to distance itself from it, you know it's bad. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> so, they, I mean, do you have, do you have a favourite holiday? Is, is it now the, the Canberra <laughs> Penis Festival? It's definitely the Penis Festival now. I want to see the monkeys. I want to see the monkeys, actually. Ah, oh, the sumo wrestling. Scaring babies. Yep, scaring babies. I mean, we we as Brits are not exempt from this sort of judgment oh no like oh, of course in not. this research i specifically looked at world festivals but we've got things like um i think there's a bog snorkeling festival in wales <laughs> there is a toe wrestling festival um in england and i think somewhere there is a giant yorkshire pudding boat race <laughs> Oh my god, that sounds amazing! Which I I, would, I really wanted to include that. I just could not find the details. Is that in a river of gravy? No, it's in an actual river. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a waste of a Yorkshire pudding! Oh my god, that would be so sick. I definitely want to find out more about that and go. <laughs> That's my new favourite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing! Right, well, that is everything I've got on Weird World Festival. Shall we? Uh, shall we crack the fez out? Shall we crack the fez out? Yeah. Let's find out what we are going to be. I'm never prepared for this. I always, I always have to go and get the fez. <laughs> uh, so I've got the random one. You've got the miscellaneous. You've got the wild card. So you, you have the general knowledge. You can, you can draw first. Okay, what we're going? Let's see. Just get some good um, sound effects for the. Yeah, you get some foley. Yeah, that's the word foley. I should know that. Yeah, you should. Ooh, music. Ooh, nice. Nice. Not other music. music. One. No, the last one we did was um, Surprising Cover, wasn't it? Surprising Cover Artists. Oh, yeah, we have other music. That was like episode one, wasn't it? Was that our episode one? Yeah, it was episode one. You don't listen, do you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got children's literature. Children's literature, specifically children's literature. Children's lit. And I have... History. Ooh, okay, cool, cool. Music, history, and children's literature. Awesomeness. All to look forward to. Cool. Uh, yeah. Well, that's that. That's that's it for uh, for episode four. This is episode four. This is episode four. It's the fourth one. Do you want to definitely make this the fourth episode? Um, or are you going to edit this section out where we talk about how much this is the episode? No, this four? this has to be episode four. Because, because of the oh, subject yeah. matter. Absolutely. So, like, we're kind we, of our hands are tied by yeah. our format. We kind of screwed ourselves, really. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks for listening so much. This is I'm Luke and he's Andy. I'm Andy and he's Luke, and this has been Voice for TV. See you next time. Bye bye.
Thanks for listening to Voice for TV. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Voice for TV, so just go give us a follow. And on Facebook, just search up Voice for TV and you'll find us. Please also get in contact via email with suggestions for topics, thoughts you've had, or just something you want to ask us. That's voiceforTV at gmail.com. Uh, I'm Andy. You can follow me on Twitter at Andy underscore Cantillon or on Instagram at Andy Cantillon. Luke is currently working on his social media, so keep an eye out for that. Thank you to Jack Smith for the music and Jenny Brown for the artwork. And thank you to everyone that's helped out thus far. And thank you guys for listening. Keep doing that. Bye-bye. If we use the other outro, because we're laughing over that one. Nah. I mean, that'll stay in and I'll just put this at the end. <laughs> <laughs>